<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? It's another lovely Saturday. And I want to say thank you guys very, 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 very much for being here with me today. What's up, everybody up top? I see y'all. Y'all looking live. What's up to everyone in the middle? How y'all doing? Y'all look good. And right down here. What's up, everybody? What's good? What's good? I am so happy to be here with you guys today, as I'm always happy to be here with you guys. We're talking about behavior change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And behavior change is work. I will talk about my journey so far and, and some of the things that I've picked up along the way and things that I've feel like I've changed and other things that I feel like I'm still working on. Let's get to it. Um, you know, for me, it's a constant production in process or well, it's a production process and it's a production in, and, and the process is always progressing. Let's go with that. And processing. Yeah. Okay. We can do that too. It's not just one thing that leads into me creating this behavior change. It's not just one thing that makes me stay and stick with it. It is many things. That's what has really come to mind lately. Um, Every now and again, I really take a moment and I think about where I am. I self-evaluate. Am I where I want to be even within myself? And then, of course, you know, in other areas of my life, maybe you're the same way. Maybe you're not. It's all good either way. However, for myself, I felt like I wasn't changing the way I really wanted to. And so, you know, I had to buckle down. And so through this process, I've been able to now be more available to myself by being more transparent and open with, you know, going to therapy and just opening that door to myself and being able to walk through it gives me that extra added confidence that I wasn't even looking for. But I felt that I probably needed it, but I wasn't looking for it. So it's nice to know that that came so organically because I was willing to live my truth and I was willing to, you know, be transparent and be vulnerable, right? And so change has also made me aware um, that it's okay to be vulnerable. And look, it's not easy. You know, there's things that I know I still have to work on and I'm still working on those things. And so being present is a major, major play for me when it comes to executing, you know, my plan, which is being the best versions of myself. Excuse me. 
So when people ask me, why did you change? Man, look, I was tired of being tired of me. There were just parts of my life, like when I stopped drugging and drinking, like that had to get to a point where I was tired of looking at myself the way I was looking. It had to get to a point where I was tired of waking up, you know, with the hangover or, you know, eating like crap. Those types of behaviors I knew were not going to be conducive to who I wanted to be in the future at that time. What I didn't expect, nor did I estimate or I guess anticipate, um, was how much work it actually would take and how it would happen in stages. See, it wasn't just happening all at one time. It was happening in stages. And the kicker is I didn't really know, or at least I felt like I never really knew when that was going to take place. So I'm in this space where I know I got to make change. I'm trying to get rid of these bad behaviors and these bad habits. Um, And I'm not going to blame it on my friends and the people that I was around because, yeah, I'm an adult, right? I'm making my own choices and decisions, right? Right. See, we can't be like, oh, I can't be around this person because they party and they do this. Eh." Well, for me, I can't say that. Maybe you can. And that's cool because you know how we do here at the show. All inclusive, non-exclusive. You know how we do. So and I won't tell anyone how to live their truth. So with my truth, I can't allow that to be an excuse for me. So I didn't. I knew early on that I definitely had some things I had to work on. Um, but again, I just, for one reason or the other, I wasn't really interested in that. I was more into, you know, social, uh, uh, socializing and being out in the scene and being in the streets and, you know, hanging out and having fun. And when the party was over, I had to really answer to myself. I had to look myself in the mirror, you know, I had to really evaluate even back then. So to be here today. And to feel the way that I feel, to know that I'm making the steps and I'm making the strides to be the absolute best versions of myself. Yo, man, that makes me excited. Is it an easy walk? Nah, but nothing worth having is going to come easy. Right? Right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Hello to you. We are here together. I love that. Today, we're talking about behavior change and some of the things I experienced while I've been on my journey of behavior change. Look, it's never, well, for me, it's never really over. I don't look at it like that. I don't look at it like there's an end in sight. What I mean is I'm constantly in the process And, you know, it's like a pro athlete, like they constantly practice their skill set till they become like the best at it. And then the best of the best, they go to the hall and so on and so on. I look at my behavior change and my approach very similar, very similar. I have a great support group around me. No doubt about it. I have built that support group also. And. It's had to happen when I was ready. See, when it comes to behavior change for myself, um, you know how people are. They're always telling you, man, you got to do this, man. You got to do that, man. You got to do this. And it doesn't really land until the person is ready. Everyone knows that, right? Right. And I was no exception to the rule. So for myself, man, I was 
bumping my head up against the wall over and over and over. I mean, it was ridiculous. It got to a point, like I said earlier, where I had to get sick of myself. That's how I stopped drinking. Like, that's what got me to, like, at least start in that direction. And then, of course, shortly thereafter, the drugging, boom, because I was putting the two together. Like, you know, that what that's kind of how I rolled with it. So pulling back and understanding that I was going to have to deal with some new ways of living. It was at the time making me uneasy, but I knew I had to push through. And that is the cool part about being vulnerable and giving yourself the space and the time and the opportunity. First of all, recognizing it. Okay. Recognizing it. Calling yourself out on it. Don't wait for your friends to call you out. Don't wait for your family to call you out. Call yourself out on it because you simply want to be better. I just wanted to be better. I got tired of feeling like I was stuck inside myself. It, it just wasn't making much sense to me. I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't able to really, this is going to sound corny or not. But I did. I felt like I couldn't spread like my wings, so to speak. Like I couldn't really just sprawl out. Like my spirit couldn't really shine or like just light up the way it wanted to. And being stuck inside myself, I just felt like my my light was dim, and it was it just wasn't really shining the way that I felt that it should. And so those types of thoughts, looking at myself like that, that's what began the journey to behavior change. And then, of course, like I said, once I stopped drinking after that, the demons, I had to really manage and deal with the demons, you know. And again, not running from myself, even having mirror talk. Some of y'all may have heard me say this term before. I really just made this term up. So it's mine. (laughs) Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, the point is um, mirror talk. It's like reflection talk and literally looking at yourself in the mirror and talking to yourself. You've also heard me mention about recording yourself, like talking to yourself as if you were talking to your best friend, encouraging yourself like those types of tools. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the things that are in my toolbox, things that allow me to sometimes step outside of myself or even speak to myself, like I just said moments ago, as if I was talking to my best friend, encouraging my best friend to be their absolute best. See, self-love and self-care, it looks different for everybody, but it's necessary for all. I do believe that, absolutely. So when it comes to behavior change, a lot of us know or have heard about Um, the five stages of, you know, behavior change, right? So we're going to get into some of these right now. Number one, pre-contemplation. We've all been here, right? Yeah, we've all been here. Pre-contemplation is the stage at which there is no intention to change behavior in the foreseeable future. Many individuals in this stage are unaware or under-aware of their problems. Some people call this phase denial. We've all been there, okay? This isn't about calling people out and making them feel bad, okay? That's not what we're doing here. This is about assisting them and providing them information that can be useful to them while they're on their journey. Or perhaps if it's for ourselves, 
then that's how we may or may not want to look at it. The pre-contemplation phase is necessary when it comes to behavior change. That's why I'm talking about this. A lot of folks, they want to do things, right? They may see their friends, their family members. They may see someone on TV. Maybe they follow their favorite celebrities online, etc. And they get motivated. They, they become inspired. But they just don't actually begin the action. Number two, contemplation. We have all been here, everyone. Contemplation is the stage in which people are aware that a problem exists and are seriously thinking about overcoming it, but have not yet made a commitment to take action. I just touched on that. Many people in this stage can be described as ambivalent. They want to improve their blood sugar, but are not yet ready to cut back on eating sweets. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when I was living in Los Angeles, um, in the Valley, <laughs> I, uh, I really loved those Hostess donuts, that little bag. Shout out to Hostess. Hit me up. Um, yeah, I used, I, I, I used to tear them down. I'd go into the store and uh, the, I, I just, just opened a bag in the store as I was shopping. And by the time I got to the checker, that bag was like, there were like two donuts in that bag. I knew that if I kept eating those donuts that I love very, very much, the glazed ones, love them very, 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 very much, that I would be in trouble in, a, in, in, in no time flat. So I had to put them down. I had to retire the hostess donuts. And I did. I had contemplated that for so long. And I was like, man, this can't be good. I can't be having a bag of these donuts a week. This is crazy. And this is... You know, a couple years, uh, 2000, uh, it was about about five years ago. Six, 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 yeah, seven, six, something. Anyways, the point is, when I was contemplating putting these donuts down, I was still eating them. Mm. We all know change is not easy, but trust and believe you are worth it. Number three, the preparation stage can be considered the information gathering and planning stage. The preparation stage is the most important. 50% of people who attempt behavior change and skip this stage will relapse within 21 days, according to Potraska. The book is called Changing for Good. I got to get that, but I'm going to get that. And so, in the preparation phase, See, this is where we put our plans together, right? This is the this is the space where we start to look at our day. Like, for example, um, I look at my day in, as 24 hours. And obviously, you know, when you sleep. So I got my sleep time. But I definitely look at the day and I do my best to, if I can, maximize every three to four hours of that day with something different. Now... Everyone may or may not be able to do this, but you could try it. It's cool. If not, whatever. It's all love either way. The point is, when you prep or when I prep, it also allows me to be very clear as I approach all those tasks. I'm not becoming or getting overwhelmed. That's why the preparation, at least for myself, is so important. And it is, again, stage number three. The fourth is action. I love this stage. 
action is the stage in which individually and individuals modify their behavior ex- experiences or environment in order to overcome their problems. Action involves the most overt behavioral changes and requires considerable commitment of time and energy. During the action stage, one implements the plans developed and information gathered in the preparation stage. See? Everything goes together. Look, you can approach it the way that you want. You could take it on as, as big as you want to take it on, medium size, small increment steps. It's all good. I myself, I take the small steps because it all adds up. It's important for me to understand the experience and to execute the plan, at least for myself. And I know that it's a marathon. Shout out Nipsey Hussle. I know it's a marathon. Okay? I'm not saying to go out here and try to change the world in 24 hours or even change yourself. Some people may not want to change right now. That's okay too, because that is necessary for the process of behavior change. Some people want to change like yesterday. That's okay too, because that's necessary for the behavior change process. See, it's all connected no matter what. How bad do you want to really be the best versions of yourself? And last but not least, number five, maintenance. Hello. Maintenance is a stage in which people work to prevent relapse and consolidate the gains attained during action. For addictive behaviors, this stage extends from six months to intermediate period past the initial action. Mm. I'm sorry, I think I misread that. <laughs> from six months to an inter indeterminate period sorry past the initial action so maintenance look when you're done with all of this well not done but when you've managed to successfully go through all the stages i'll repeat them pre-contemplation contemplation the preparation stage action and now maintenance when you get to the maintenance stage you have been a part of a successful journey at that point now see the maintenance you've made it through the hard part getting started really was the hard part but now the hardest of them all comes into play maintaining the work that you put in to become the best version of yourself versions plural putting in that work is so necessary and maintaining it is even harder are you up for the challenge This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Please say a prayer for those over in Turkey and continue praying for those in Ukraine. The world, as we all know, is going through a very dark time right now. So please, let's shine a light and show love. Thank you. And until the next time, Be the best versions of yourself. Peace. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Today we're talking about behavior change. How's everyone doing today? Let's get back into it. Uh, You know, I like to 
give my shouts to people who I get good information from. So shout out to CeciliaHealth.com for helping me out today. Um, I like this right here. Most people could be categorized in the contemplation stage. They are seriously thinking about life changes, but have not yet made a commitment to action. Therefore, I think it's valuable to further explore the stage. When you think about where you want to be in life, don't think about the work that, like, how can I put this? Don't think about the grunts and the groans of the work that it's going to take to get there. Do, let's do our best, including myself, to admire the fact that we have the will and the ambition to move and push forward to obtain the best absolute versions of ourselves. I mean, imagine it like this. There is a future version of you looking back at the present version of you. And the future version of you is, you know, it's up a ways ahead of you. And they're like, hey, come on, man, where are you at? And the present version of you is like, I'm coming, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. And the future version looks back and says, ah, that doesn't look like trying to me. In order for us to get here, you are really working hard. I mean, could you imagine if the future you could look back at the present you and talk? I mean, that would be a mind blow. But you get where I'm going with that. So when it comes to that whole pre-contemplation stage, as I said earlier, everything is necessary because it is all a part of the full evolution of behavior change. So it's okay. Like for those of us who are in relationships, right? It's so okay that if your partner is, if, if you feel like your partner is not where you are, that's fine. Or if you're not where your partner is, that's fine. See, what we don't want to do is impose our will, right? Right. We don't want to project what we think someone else should be based on what we think. I have made that mistake. I've made it many times. And I believe my heart was in the right place, but it came out wrong, flat out. So now I own it and I'm aware of it. I wasn't too good to hear that about myself. See, that is a part of a behavior change. I'm constantly in the process of the change because that's where I want to constantly be better at. I don't want to slip and, you know, not be aware of what's going on around me just because I was too comfortable. Ah, doesn't work well. Not at all. With each stage, specific actions called processes of change help someone mentally move through each stage successfully. In the contemplation stage, the processes of change are consciousness raising and self-revaluation. We touched on that a little bit earlier, but I'm going to go into a little bit more. Consciousness raising, wait for it, is the process of actively becoming more aware, mindful, or conscious of the current situation. Some activities include keeping a food diary to learn more about how much you're eating, monitoring blood sugar, or how well your treatment plan is working, or reading food labels to learn about how much carbohydrate is in different foods. See, these are, you know, these are little fun facts. Shout out again, CeciliaHealth.com. These are like cool little fun facts that I'm... I didn't really even consider when it came to changing my behavior. I can't speak for all of y'all, but I know for myself, I wasn't thinking about like nutrition and food and those things 
and how that would factor into the behavior change. And yes, it does matter. And it has mattered. You know, I choose to, we're pescatarian. That's just our choice. Um, and everything's pretty much organic. And so I now knowing and understanding how everything is really connected, it has helped. It does help. It will continue to help. See, I enjoy the evolution of me so much that I'm willing to put everything I have into it. And I hope you feel the same way about you. And if you don't, that's cool too. Like there's no right or wrong here because again, I've been where many people probably are right now. I've been hanging out on the couch, chilling, didn't want to move a muscle. And I've also been where I am now where I'm constantly active. I'm working out five days a week. I'm running every single day, full body exercises, meditating, stretching, all of it. And I'm reading more. I'm loving that. You can't just, I just don't work out the physical aspects of the body. Like not just the body, the mind, the spirit, the brain, all of it. See, the be- I, I keep saying it. The behavior change for me, it's a production. It's a cool, it's a complete, it's a complete daily process that I look forward to. I look forward to waking up every day and getting after it because, oh man, it just feels, I feel whole. I feel whole, period. Okay, let's keep going. Self-reevaluation flows naturally from consciousness raising. I like that phrase, consciousness raising. Hmm, I like that. Anyways, self-reevaluation flows naturally from consciousness raising. Self-reevaluation means taking stock or appraisal of the behavior that needs to be changed and reveals how your values conflict with the problem behaviors. Hmm. I relate. You know, I had some bad habits and they weren't easy to break. And look, for those out there who are trying to break their bad habits, we are here for you, okay? I don't want y'all to feel like you're overlooked or like no one thinks about how hard it is to quit bad habits. I know exactly how hard it is to quit bad habits, especially the bad habits that we love and that we like and that we believe makes us feel alive. Okay, I've been there. So I'm not overlooking y'all, not at all. People battling addiction, I see y'all, I love y'all. It's a real thing. I have been there. It's not easy. So I want you all to know that you are seen and that your pain is felt. If not by anyone else, it is by me. That is for sure. Alcohol addiction, drug addiction. I understand. I absolutely consider myself a very fortunate soul to still be here alive with you all on this platform. Please know that. That comes from my heart. Because when it comes to behavior change, when it comes to breaking the addiction, it is nothing nice. Some of y'all may have friends. You may have family members. You may know somebody who knows somebody who's bad off with drugs or alcohol or just in bad shape, period. Pray for them. 
and pray for their family. Because the change for them, it's excruciating for them to even process the ability, just the concept. So I just want to touch on that real quick. I don't want to make it too heavy, but it is a real... It's something that I relate to. And so I remember how I felt when I was, before I started getting into that headspace of change, I felt hopeless. You know what I'm saying? I felt worthless. I felt invisible. I felt like I did not matter at all. And for some reason, I just kept going. I kept pushing. And that is what I wanted to share with each and every single one of y'all. No matter what you're facing, like no matter what you are facing, if you're waking up in the morning and you breathing, you're winning. You're winning. Do your best, as I've been doing my best, to not allow things to weigh us down so much to the fact that it affects our personalities or our attitudes, how we speak to people, or how we just don't speak to people. You're worthy. You're worthy, excuse me, and you're worth it. And you're capable. I want you to look in the mirror right now and tell yourself you're capable. I'm capable. We are capable. You are capable. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Get your next nutrition coach at thebodysynthesis.com today. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time. And have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? Everyone, welcome. Thank you for being here. We are talking about behavior change. It's not easy. It's a grind, but you're worth it. I know everybody, well, I know a lot of people want to be the absolute best versions of themselves. That's lit. Who doesn't want to be lit? Come on now. Everybody wants that, right? Right? Okay, some people... All right, all right. Some people maybe don't want it right now, but they're going to get there. 
Evolution is inevitable. It's going to happen. You're going to evolve. Whether going up or going down, you're going to evolve. So why not put your best foot forward and make it happen for yourself, right? Right. At least that's how I feel about me. Because I've been there. I've been, man, I've been to the bottom. I've been there. I've been there. And it's very humbling. It's extremely humbling. There's this thing called decisional balance. The decisional balance takes into consideration the pros and cons of behavior change. Understanding pros and cons helps one acknowledge that behavior change has good consequences, but requires sacrifice. That last part. Has good consequences, but requires sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to change your behavior? In order to break bad habits? What are you willing to sacrifice? I had to sacrifice time with my friends. And I love my guys. In fact, my brother Otis's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, O. Happy early birthday, O. Had to show that. Had to just do my, you know, show my brother some love. But I had to sacrifice my time with my friends, with my my loved ones. Because I had to go into this space where I was working on me. Like in a laboratory. And that's how I approached it. I knew I had to go sit down somewhere. I had to go park it somewhere. In order to do the work that needed to be done. I even sacrificed time with my family, with my sisters and my mom. Just sacrifice time, even just being out doing, you know, things people do. Maybe going to play some billiards, maybe going to, I don't know, go to the movies or something. I had to park it. I had to get serious about being serious about living my life the way I saw me living it. I didn't want to settle. I refused to lose. See, I wasn't just all about the action because the action, I was so involved in the action that the party became my life. And when the party was over, I was stuck in party mode with no music, just a whole bunch of bad habits. And that to me, nah, we wasn't doing that. that. That's not sustainable. I can't make that into something that can't be a career so when i speak about behavior change i'm not just putting two words together and just saying oh behavior nah it is a complete grind there are no days off i take no days off and i love that i love the fact that i have my therapist both of them dr mayo and dr janice i'm so thankful and grateful to have my wife the, uh, such an incredible human being. Our children, grandchildren. I look around and I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. It took a long time for me to fill this hole. But I'm not getting comfortable. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Oh, we're just getting started. See, the work. What's really important to understand is. The more we put in is the more we get out. I continue and continue to pour more work into being the absolute best Tavares I possibly can because I'm realizing that is so important. And it's not just for me. Hello. 
my family as well, my friends as well. The better I am, the better I can be for them. The better the relationships become, the more aware and alert I am, mindful I become, and just being thoughtful of them and what they may be experiencing. I've all I was always so selfish, and you know now looking back, they say like hindsight is twenty twenty, and now when I look back, I I see it, and, and it's just wow. But it's taken. Look, that was necessary. I can't take nothing from those experiences. Like I can't. I don't. Re- I mean, like I said, I would change certain things that I did for sure. I don't agree with all the things that I did growing up. If I changed anything, I changed everything. And now what I understand is all the earlier experiences were necessary for me to get here. Whether I agree with them or not, they brought me here. And they introduced me to a life where change is possible, where I can take back control and not be in a position where I'm a liability, whether it be to myself or others. I love myself and I hope you love yourself. Because being the absolute best that you have to offer, man, what's richer than that? If you have comments, questions, or concerns, or you just want to say hello, email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you are on the Twitter, as I say, which is Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R, truth. And if you are on TikTok, Instagram or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single person that tunes in every weekend. I watch the analytics. I see them. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Shout out to all the ladies who tune in to the show. I see it. It's a huge number. It's huge. Shout out to all the ladies. Thank you guys so much. And I mean to everybody. To everybody. Um, shout out to my fellas. I see y'all. Thank you for representing. Thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here with you guys every Saturday. It truly is. Um, I am in the middle. We are in the middle of season five. I can't believe how fast time is flying. So I wish everyone an incredible rest of their Saturday. I want you to all have a terrific weekend and give yourself the space, the time and the opportunity to change whatever it is you want to change. You have the power until the next time. Be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Pussycat Perla here Fluffy in the front, tight in the back And if we going up, we going all the way up You dig? Y'all check it here Be sure to tune in every Saturday To new episodes of Living Your Truth with Tavares You know what it is, baby Pussycat Perla Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Self-management. How well are you managing the self? On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. I believe when it comes to being the best 
at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything. But we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams, that being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always going to be a basketball player. You're not always going to be a football player. You're not always going to be a hockey You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always going to be these things, but what you will always be is you. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions. One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then we are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay, as it should be. But I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message From me to you, until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk. What's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is living your truth.